Mic check, mic check. Boy, I ain't did an intro in so goddamn long, boy. Woo. Hey, I just want to let y'all know, though, man, we keep coming out with this content, dog. This pot right here fire as hell. But before I get started, I want to say something, man. But, um, you know I always start out with a song, dog. This song right here fire as a motherfucker. The dog. Mac. This my shit, too. He's a bad motherfucker. Right y'all remember that nigga, uh, Akeem Casanova, Akeem Ali, whatever his name is? Yeah, bro, he dropped the EP. This shit hard. Check that shit out. This some real pimpy shit too. Look, I'm pimp tight and know what a bitch like. I invite her over just to put some dick in her windpipe. The simp life is something I complain about day and night. Cause my bitches would probably get out of line if I didn't gripe. I tell her how to jump and she asks for a trampoline. Pimping for ages, I was macking out Mary Magdalene. Look, I got more hoes than the world got people. And I can mack a bitch down to nothing just to show as a squirrel got squeakers. And I'm smooth, so what you trying to get into? I send my bitches out the bitches that I sent off and say, tell them I sent you. I'm hot as a stovetop, but I'm still chill. I'm falling and keep two of them on my side like my world is Louisville. And I'm still real, the fact that I will peel. Keep all of my bitches in line, I feed them food without and give them a meal deal. My flow sick, it's a little ill. I whip the lack to the wheel squill. Prescription bottle full of ice cubes. Take a chill pill, baby. The pimp, the mac, the player, the pro. That's that real pimping shit right there, dog. But now I just want to tell y'all for this episode, get started, man. Blue kept going in about the Charlemagne the Guy shit, and I kind of brushed it off. But, man, people keep digging up all this old shit, man. You know, Charlemagne the Guy had a situation years ago, like in Myrtle Beach, where a girl accused him and his homeboys of rape because she was uncomfortable. Then he was on the podcast talking about he... Oh, no. Nah. Oh, my bad. Got common sense, then I deem a dance. Bitches lose their mind and shit. I don't know where it seemed to win. I'm hot as cooking grease. You can read the meter. You pimping and getting a little dough, but that ain't no real cheese. You a vegan piece. I tell hoes don't join if they very scary. I work them year-round and give them a break on the 32nd of February. If you don't pay my hoes, they can start confusion. So I walk into the club and scare the shit out of nigga. Make them a party pooper. It's the Mac of all Macs. I get wicked with it in Mississippi. A section full of models and prissy bitches. I got the baddest of them all, and I bring out I tell her hoe don't play with me, my mama didn't name me finger sex And nigga don't be approaching none of my hoes unless your finances correlate with their finances And then we can tip some yak out of wine glasses My hoes so fine to make me pitch a fit She think it's fits and kick my dick hard as Chinese arithmetic You dig what I'm saying? But yeah, man, so he went on his podcast basically jokingly saying that he raped his wife first time they had sex But it was a complete joke All in all, though, bruh I'm not a big Charlamagne the Guy fan. I feel like he's been on some bitch ass shit ever since all this shit happened. But I hate cancel culture and all this smear campaign shit, bro. So, yeah, man. I ain't fucking with it. Kwame Brown got in was on his ass, though. And him sending that cease and desist, that shit was some bullshit. But we got a good episode planned for y'all, dog. I hope y'all enjoy it, man. I'm getting right into it. Texas, bro. I fucking hate Texas. I ain't gonna lie to you. Just be too much going on in Texas. You know what I'm saying? I heard Texas where it's at. Yeah, for your field of work. Texas is where it's at. What's that? What field of work are you talking about? Uh, sales. Okay. No, I heard. I heard. I heard Texas <laughs> where it's at in everything though. Nah, in sales, it's a lot of money out there. It's a lot of money out there in everything though. You right? Yeah. Um. You done with sales? Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I'm done with sales. I'm retired. Congratulations, but- Mr. John Blue. Yes, let's give this nigga Blue a clap, bro. <laughs> Blue, you quit your job I'm, this week. I'm retired. You retired? Yeah. 
retired at 30, Blue? What made you come to this conclusion to retire at 30? Because, man, you know, I was slaving, grinding, getting it in, and I, I seen something. What happened to the Camaro? That bit gone? Oh, it's right there. Oh, it's all right, man. But go ahead. You were slaving, but yeah, grinding. Yeah, man, I, I was slaving, grinding out, thugging it out, you know what I'm saying, doing what a real nigga posed to. But uh, long story short, I was watching YouTube and a real nigga came to a real nigga conclusion. And what and was that? The conclusion was that I seen something. I know how you be giving that shit about the YouTube shit, but I seen something on YouTube and somebody said, he was like, you know, if you 30 or whatever, whatever you doing, add a couple more bangers onto it, and that's going to be, like, whatever you're doing right now, if you're in your 30s, whatever you're doing right now, add a couple more grand to it, and that's what you're going to be doing for basically ever. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not trying to do this forever. So I need to get out so right now. So explain that a little bit. So if you're 30, making four bands a month, doing what you're doing right now, just add two more? Yeah, just so add two more. put yourself at six grand? Yeah, just add two more. And basically, that's going to be the same field you're in, and that's how much money you're going to be making. You know what I'm saying? So How long from now? What? I forgot what date they said, but it was basically just like that. That's gonna be that's you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, like at 30, that's that's where you at right now. So at 30, if you making four, five bands a month, you might move up in that company or in that field, but you are gonna be probably making about six, six, seven bands a month. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're comfortable with doing that for the rest of your life, then stick at it with me. I wasn't comfortable with what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I liked it, but I liked it for the wrong reasons. You feel me? And what was that? I just liked it because it, it was fast money. And so, but I sat there and said, but this is like, like instead of me investing my time into this to get this little quick bread, and, and in the long run, it's not going to be a lot. I mean, like I said, instead of investing my time into this to getting this fast money, I could be investing in myself and then establish something that's going to pay me what I want in the long run and it can be something I actually enjoy doing. So, did you enjoy sales? I did not enjoy sales. At all? No. What made you not like it anymore? Because you've been doing that shit like 10 years, right? About five years. I didn't like it because I don't, first of all, I don't like the hours. It's really the man hours. That's the number one killer to it, the hours. Second, we getting drunk on this on this podcast too. I just want to let all the people know that's watching and that's listening. I'm over here pouring shots of tequila. I ain't got drunk in like two weeks, but today is the fucking day. Second, go ahead, Blue. My bad. I ain't mean to cut yeah, you off. It's bro. all good. Don't worry about what's in my cup. But <laughs> I back to what I was saying. But I didn't. Mainly was mainly was the hours. I mean, just the hours, man. I don't like long. I don't like them long hours, man. Super long hours. You be there all day, and they be acting like. Honestly, they the sales world, they really got that shit. Cause really, man, they be trying to micromanage you, but not really. Yeah. But I told you, bro, bro, it's the most unprofessional professional job you can have. It's selling yeah. cars. Yeah. And this thing, this thing about it, if they if they would just chill and just let people do whatever they want to do, you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me leave for about five hours. Let me yeah. just leave for the whole day. So blue, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to keep it on this too long. So I, I just want to ask you a serious question. I want you to give me your honest opinion because you quit your job. Um, by the sound of it, sound like you're not going back. I don't know if you're going to go back or not. To be honest, I don't know. Hopefully, I don't go back. Hopefully. So I want to ask you this question: 
What kind of person does it take to go work a car salesman job every day for the rest of their life and be happy? Somebody who only care about money and don't care about family, don't care about <laughs> friends. Like, like, that person, all you care about is money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Like, do you know anybody that's like that? Yeah, uh, co-workers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you got some co-workers that's like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Come on, it's the car business. <laughs> hey, honestly, I'll be real with you, bro. I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, most people in the car business folding up, that's how they are. For real? Yeah, if you folding up and you're in the car business, you folding up, you in the car business because you ain't never did shit with your life or you making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? And so... A lot of people make a lot of money, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what... What's the lifestyle that they that they live? Somebody that quits the excuse me, somebody that's been in the car business for a while. Like, tell me, tell me an average day for them and the perks you think they get throughout the year of being a car salesman, making all this money. So and by a lot of money, we saying like what, like ninety thousand a year, hundred thousand a year. How long they been doing it? Let's say twelve years. Oh, it should be a hundred and up, probably two hundred and up. Okay. That long. You know, if you've been if you've been a car in twelve years, like I said, yeah, you should be if, if you if you're making less than every situation different, but if you're making less than a hundred bands, then I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be comfortable selling cars for twelve years and making less than a hundred thousand. So tell me the average day for a car salesman. It depends on where you at, because you got you got different type of lots, man. You got the buy here, pay here's and you got traditional lots. Now both of them got their benefits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it, 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 it's different. So basically, traditional lots is super laid back, and I ain't gonna lie. Like I went, the, I just came from buy here pay here lot, and the reason why I like that buy here pay here lot because it was so easy to sell cars there. You know what I mean? Basically, people people came in there, and because everyone, first of all, everybody get approved to buy here pay here. Okay. And so that's why it's super easy because everybody you talk to or can buy a car. You feel me? And with that being said, we don't only buy here, pay here is that you only got it. All you need is one pay stub to get a car. Um, you know, some down payments be like around 500 or a band. And so it's just super easy to sell cars. The warranty is free or changes free. So somebody come in there, they talk to me for five minutes, man. They pretty much going to buy a car. Cause okay. I just gotta, all I got to do is let them know all the, all the benefits. You know what I mean? Cause no other buy here, pay here does that. But traditional lots is really where it's at. You know, because... And why is that? Because to buy here, pay here, you got to generate your own business. Because a lot of people aren't looking for them type of lots. You know what I'm saying? Usually, if somebody go to a buy here, pay here, it's because they've been sent there from somewhere else. Or they, they got fucked up credit. Because they got fucked up credit. Or they've been told by every, everybody else that they uh that they credit, their situation fucked up. And so now they're looking for one. But when you work at a traditional lot, you know, a, a, a lot that sell brand new and used cars. People just come out there because that's what they know to get cars from. You know, that's how they that's how they view it. Like this, is where you go get a car from. So you got customers walk up all day long. So honestly, and truthfully, I always made phone calls, but that's because I be working too hard for no reason. Like I just be trying to be an overachiever and shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But really, you could just really sit up there, chill all day, hang out. Leave, come back, and just wait till you run into somebody. Because somebody's going to be walking around looking for a car, and they just sell them a car. Versus if you're working at Buy Here, Pay Here, you got to be making phone calls. You got to create Facebook ads. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you, you really you really run it like it's your own business. Because you generate your own traffic versus working at a traditional lot where people just come in there for the name. 
They've already built the traffic. So basically, at a buy here, pay here, you bust your fucking ass for that paycheck. You bust, you bust your ass, and you work less. You work, uh, you make less money. How much less? I say about four thousand dollars a month less. You said four thousand dollars a month less. Three to four thousand. So what? So how much do you make off a car at a traditional lot versus how much you make off a car from a buyer pay here? Um, it's different, but this is what I always say. This is how I like to point it out. If you sell fifteen to twenty cars, this is a simple way to put it. If you sell fifteen to twenty cars at a buyer here pay here, you're looking to make anywhere between four and six thousand dollars in that ballpark. If you sell fifteen to twenty cars at a traditional lot, you make anywhere from eight to ten thousand dollars. God damn, that's a big ass difference. Yeah, people don't realize it, but you really can run it up in the car business, bro. People, a lot of people don't realize that, you know. But you really can run it up in the car business if yeah. you're good at it. If you this, this before I got in the car business, this was somebody told me. I said, "Well, you know, what I'm saying, what, what I got to do to make four grand a month?" He said, "Everybody make four grand a month here." You know what I mean? So depending where you are at, four grand a month, man, it's not good at all. You know, if you're working at a major dealership, you're making four grand a month. You probably want to sell people that they're not really worried about. You just a body, a body count to help them make a couple extra dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really, man, you working at a big lot. You want to make anywhere between six thousand and ten thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy though. Um, I always thought like you know when you're young, selling like somebody selling cars is kind of like what you thought about somebody that was in the military. Like, oh, this nigga 21 years old, he's selling cars, that nigga got that check. Or like, this nigga 21 years old, he in the military, he got that check. When really, when you 21 years old, you making four grand a month, you do got that check. Facts. But Facts. what when you? What about when you're 31 and you still making four grand a month? Yeah, see, that's what I said. If you 31 years old, if you been doing it that long, and, and, and... You ain't moved up yet. You need to find you another career, or just be comfortable that... You're going to be what that guy said on YouTube. You're going to make probably $2,000 more, but this is where you're going to be at for the rest of your life. But Blue, I'm happy to hear that you that you seen somebody to tell you that. Because when yeah. I say shit like that, you give me that shit. Like, yeah. oh, here's Slim Go talking about money ain't shit again. Yeah. But it's the truth, though. But you don't never listen to me when I said, when I be like, bro, money ain't everything, bro. That shit sound good. I was just telling my mom about a friend that I have that I told her is making really good money right now. And I know 10 years from now, he's definitely going to be a millionaire. Like, it ain't even a question. You know what I'm saying? I like, think he'll be a millionaire a lot sooner than that. Maybe so. But I was telling her, this is what niggas don't realize. You're never, chasing money is never going to end you in a good place. Never. It doesn't matter if you become um, Jeff Bezos. It's never going to end you in a good place. Yeah, it is. You, bro, you're not going to have no purpose. Your family not going to give a fuck about you. You're just going to be in a horrible... First off, and if you're a horrible person, bro, money don't do nothing but put emphasis onto you being a horrible person. Yeah. Like, you know how people be like, money change people? Yeah. Money don't change people. It just it just gives them it just gives them a better way, an easier way to show you who the fuck they really are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... Let's say you an ain't shit ass nigga that don't give a fuck about nobody and all that other shit, right? If you broke, guess what? You need somebody. So guess what you're going to do? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be nice to this person because I need this person. Now, if you got money, guess what you're going to do? Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to shit on everybody because you don't need nobody because you got money. Money don't do nothing but just turn you up, nigga. That's all it do. You still gonna be a fucked up ass person. So that's why I say you can't chase money, dog. You gotta chase your passions because honestly, bro, do you know how many people ten years from now 
gonna be sad as fuck because they always wanted to be a rapper and they never gave it they all. It's gonna be a lot of niggas, bro, our age, 10, 20 years because from now. Because they never they never tried. Never no disrespect to anybody. But every single rapper I know doesn't give it they all. Correct. I completely agree with that. To be honest, bro, the hardest working person I know that rap is Sable World. That's my nigga, dog. That nigga gives it his all. You can tell by the way he talk, he gives it his all. He's the only person I know that does that. Yeah. I don't know nobody else, bro. Yeah. And that's not no shot at nobody that I know because I know a lot of niggas that rap. You know what I'm saying? Especially because I podcast. But don't none of y'all niggas get that shit y'all all. I'm just going to be honest with you, bro. Most of the niggas give it about... About 60%. 60? Yeah. I was going to say about 35, 40. <laughs> 40, 40 the most. You I wanted, 40? I, I, I wanted that about 35. Yeah, yeah. For real. Yeah. Like, to be honest, bro, and I'm just going to be honest with you, dog. I feel like I don't give this shit my all. Yeah. Like, for real. And guess how much I put myself at? What'd you put yourself at? 75. I feel like I should be at 100, but realistically, I think I give this shit 75%. Now, the rest would come with, well, as far as podcasting, I would give podcasting a good 50, a good 60. Now, my photography and all that probably would fill up the rest. Photography and videography and T-shirts. I ain't going to lie. T-shirts, I'm at like 5%. Nigga, I think I made two T-shirts last week. Ooh. I know, bro. Guess how many I've tried to sell? Bro, I ain't tried to sell a T-shirt in like two months. Ooh. I know, bro. I forgot to cut a draw too. Nah, that's cool. But um, I know, bro. So I'm saying all that to say these niggas, what they rapping, bro. I know some people, bro. I'm not gonna say their name. I know some people that rap like two, three times a year, and they feel like that's they all. Say their name. I can't, bro. Say their name, bro. I can't. <laughs> I just, I just know some people because, and one of them I know for sure listen to this show. Yeah, and they drop about three songs a year, huh? Not even that. Oh man, yeah, man. But I guarantee. But man. but but honestly, not just them though. I know a lot of people. That's 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 that's, that's bro. That's, yeah, I know a lot of niggas that rap. That's majority that only city. rap like three, four times a year. That's the majority, and they city, probably man. shoot like one video a year. Yeah, like bro, we just said it before we started recording. We were talking about NBA YoungBoy. Nigga, NBA YoungBoy gets paid off of YouTube, and that nigga's always working. Like I always say, if I okay, I'm a videographer. I can shoot a good-ass vlog, too, bro. Because a vlog is just some running gun shit, make it a little creative, put a little transitions on it, you know what I'm saying, have a good little story to it. I can do that shit all day, and that shit don't even take me that long. So since it don't take me that long, bro, if I pull up to your event two hours, give me 150. You need me all day, six hours, I'll work with you. I'm not even going to tax you no more than like 250, 300. That ain't shit to you. You just you just hit two PPP loans for 40 bands. You got 80 bands in your account. You spent 20 going to Miami. You spent another 10, 20, 30 going to Cali. What the fuck is $300 to give me? Invest in yourself. Invest into yourself, bro. People don't do that. They rather just put their project out and argue online with all the people that's not supporting them like they like they should be supporting them. And people love saying that you don't support me shit. And it's like, bro. It's like, bro, you don't support nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck you support? Now, that's somebody name I will say. Yeah. Bro, that nigga Damo, bro. Me and this, <laughs> me, me and this nigga done been yeah. through highs, lows, back, forth, all kind of shit, bro. Yeah. Like, that's always been my nigga, bro. 
But this nigga started rapping and he started going on these weird rants about niggas not supporting him. Bro, I've been podcasting for three years. Bro, do you know when I first started podcasting, Domo told me he was going to be my producer? He said, every time you sit down to record, I'm going to be in that seat and I'm going to press record. You ain't never had to worry about pressing record. Bro, for the people listening, who's sitting in that seat right now? Um, looks looks empty. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Damo said he was going to be in that seat. Yeah. And it's crazy because my memories popped up the other day and it was Damo sitting in that seat, pressing record. He did that shit one time. Never did that shit again. You know what I'm saying? But that'd be the same people talking about some, oh, you don't, you don't support me. Nigga, you don't support me. You don't do shit for me. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you brought a t-shirt one time and you only brought the t-shirt because you ain't had shit else to wear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just was convenient for you at the moment. Like, you never went out your way to try to support me. Don't get me wrong. I do got friends that do genuinely support me, too. I do. And just like... I got a lot of people, so I ain't gonna sit here and just name everybody. But one person that really shocked me, that genuinely supported me, is that nigga Maine. That shit shocked me because I didn't know this nigga from a can of paint. Leaned up with this nigga, did a podcast for his podcast. Then we just end up clicking and just working together. And every time I did something, he was right there just supporting me, bro. I appreciate genuine people like that. And honestly, the friendship that I built with Maine taught me a lot. It taught me, like, you know that Drake song that, no new friends, no new friends. I said, oh, Drake got that shit. I love my new friends. You know why Drake got that <laughs> shit? Why? Because the one thing that Drake failed to realize is that the difference between new friends and old friends is sometimes your new friends aren't competing with you. Uh-huh. A lot of your Correct. old friends, who you grew up with, they secretly in competition with you. Correct. That's why they don't like your statuses. That's why they don't show you shit. Yeah. You feel me? Oh, you spitting blue. Yeah. You spitting? Yeah. They, they 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 secretly trying to prove to themselves that they're better <laughs> than you. Even though I know you got that everything you just said from a YouTube video that you sent me that I didn't watch. I know you just got all that from that video. <laughs> first of all, first of all no, 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 no. That's okay, me. Okay, quote okay. John Blue on that. Okay, that's me. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. We got to yeah. got them quote John Blue on that shit. But nah, for real though, bro. That's some real shit though, bro. For real, bro. Like the people that you grew up with, the people that you call your brothers, they the ones secretly competing with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? And they gonna say little, they gonna say little slick shit to you. You know what I'm saying? Like little slick shit, like. If if you do something good, they gonna try to give you a compliment, but it's not really gonna be no compliment. Like a nigga be like, they'll be like, "Oh, blue, you sold fifteen cards this month. That what's up? My first month, I sold twenty. That's what's up." Yeah, that's not a compliment, nigga. Yeah. You just shitted on me. You just said, yeah. "Oh, good job," but <laughs> not as good as me, nigga. Yeah. Cause, yeah. bro, for real, bro, people just really don't want to see you do good, bro. And it's 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 the crab in the bucket mentality, dog. They want to see you do good, but they want to not better than them, though. They yeah, they want to do better than you. Yeah, yeah, and make yeah. them feel better about themselves. Not better than you. Yeah. And um, I ain't gonna lie, dog. I hate that tight shit too, bro. Cause it's like, especially when you a genuine person and you want to see people do good. When somebody don't want to see you do good, it fucks you up mentally and it throws you off. Cause it's like, bro, why you like this? Cause I genuinely like want to see you do good, and I want to help you, and I want to support you. You know what I'm saying? Then also something else that'd be bad. And we and bro, we off on a tangent here. I didn't have none of this written down. We off on a tangent, but I'm gonna just say this, and we gonna get off this. Another thing that bothers me that people do, bro, is they support you because they feel like they got to, because you support them. 
bro, anybody anybody out there listening to this, dog, just because I support you, bro, you don't have to support me at all. You don't have to buy a T-shirt. You don't have to share none of my shit, none of that shit. If you don't fuck with nothing I got going on, bro, you do not have to fuck with it, bro. And lastly, 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 I hate a self-centered ass nigga, dog. A vain, self-centered nigga, like, everything has to be about them all the time. Like, bruh, I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say you're doing something, right, and it's a big deal to you. Let's say you're working with somebody that you always wanted to work with. Let's just say, like, Scott Storch. I don't know why the fuck I thought of Scott Storch. I don't know why. That's the first thing that came to my head. I'm working with Scott Storch. I'm shooting some photography for one of his artists. And you're excited as hell. Excuse me, I'm excited as hell. And I come up and I call you and be like, hey, John Blue, nigga, I just work with Scott Storch. And you like, nigga, for real, what'd you do? I'm like, bro, I just did photography for one of his artists all day. And this nigga told me he wanted me to come back next week and shoot for some more of his artists. And you're like, damn, nigga, did you tell him about the Blue Show? Yeah. And I'm like, nigga, what? The Blue Show? I ain't heard you tell nobody about the blue show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the, that, dog, that's some shit that a nigga would do. Or if it was vice versa. If, Hold on, what's wrong with telling about the blue show though? Why would that come up when I'm doing photography? Okay, I got you. I didn't tell him about sit downs with Slim neither. Okay, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? You, like, nigga, I'm sitting here trying to do a job and make some connections. Yeah. But what I'm saying is people will bring themselves into everything that you got going on. And it almost seems like a sickness. It's like, bro, why is everything about you all the time? The shit don't have to be the blue show all the time. Just like it doesn't have to be sit downs with Slim all the time. Blue, if you if you came in this bitch and you wanted to goddamn just spit on the mic for 30 minutes, I'll let you. I wouldn't say shit. I'll just sit here and watch you. Yeah. But for some reason, your ass will not do that. You put the shades on and you be, yeah, like mom. I ain't gonna lie, you started the show off strong though. I gotta get it to you. You started the show off strong. But you also got us off on a tangent. <laughs> but this was good, though. I like this, though. I ain't going to lie, though, Blue. I don't even know if I put an intro on this shit, but who gives a fuck, though? Um, it's a couple things I want to talk to you about, bro. A couple things. This ain't a sports podcast, but I think this is going to be the sports podcast because this is some sports shit I want to talk to you about. Fuck LeBron. He's not going to the hold shit. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't start there, though. We're not starting there. It's one thing I want to talk to you about before we get to sports because we're going to talk about sports the rest of the time. The aliens is here. Oh, yeah. First of all, first of all, first of all, you need to rephrase that. The aliens been here. Okay. The aliens been here, Blue. You know what's crazy to me? They keep showing all these photos and videos that the government or the U.S. military have of alien ships. Because mm-hmm. we and, and they, they went over how they know they're alien ships. Like I said on the podcast, alien ships move like that. They defy gravity. You did say that. And they said on the and news. And I ain't going to lie. They did say that shit on the news. There you go. And the last couple <laughs> little alien videos, you know, normally I'd be like, oh, that's some CGI shit. Nah. Them last little alien sighting videos, them shit's been a little creepy. I ain't going to lie. I got a little nervous the other day, Blue. I was watching a little uh, alien video. It was one of them. I was watching that shit. I was like, oh, these niggas here. Oh, yeah. And the only reason why I was creeped out is because I don't know what they doing here. I just I just want to know. Shit, they been here. I want to know, though. Now I want to know what they doing know. here. Now you want to know. I got to know. See, it's crazy because I used to always talk to you about this shit. You're going to shit do with me. You're going to shit do with me. But now. I got to know. Now you see what the fuck going on. 
<laughs> now you know what the fuck going on. And every it's cool. Everybody gonna come around. You feel me? Welcome. That's what it is. Welcome. Blue. Yeah, everybody gonna come around. But I gotta know though, Blue. You what's know what's going on? You know what's ironic about these alien ships that been showing up? What's up? The videos. What's up? They're like fucking twenty years old. Mm. Why are they telling you now? Why are they showing you videos of alien ships? 20 years old. You feel me, bro? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, rewind. What did President Trump say? If they don't tell if they don't tell us about the aliens, he will. Come on, man. They get y'all niggas ready. Now, I forgot how many days it is, but remember I came on this podcast and I said that basically they had X amount of days to report to us about what they know about aliens. The day is almost here. We about to learn what the fuck they know about the aliens. <laughs> hey. And they already coming out with little sneaky ass reports talking about it. LeBron, not LeBron. That nigga might be an alien too. His motherfucking big ass. <laughs> but, uh, nigga, huge. <laughs> this nigga a fucking point guard, small forward, center, tight end, wide receiver. Don't know his daddy. That nigga an alien. <laughs> don't know his daddy. We ain't not know his daddy got to do anything. Cause that nigga daddy an alien, nigga. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So his mama got probed. And they put little LeBron in there to yeah. take over all of us. Yeah. And he about to be dunking on aliens on Space Jam. Come on, man. He might just be going home. Come on, man. Remember when he made this shit? Talking about uh, when he was in Miami and he was going back to Cleveland and he was like, I'm going home. That nigga going home on Space Jam. But what was I getting at? Because I was going to give you some very, very valuable information. But long story short, man, these niggas got to tell us about the alien ships, man. This shit going down. And like I said, one people, I want people to, like I said, rewind. Why are they showing you old footage of alien ships? Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Why they wait 20 years to show you footage of alien ships that they had for 20 years? Come on, man. Stay woke. These niggas is here. They been here. Blue, I need you to tell me, though, your honest opinion, bro. What you think the aliens doing here? What you think they want with us? That's a damn good question. Because I'm going to tell you something, bro. I think that's a really good question, bro. We got to figure out what they are, first of all. Because this is what we got to realize. They don't want to conquer us. Because they did. They would have been did it. They would have been did it. You know what I mean? So that's what makes it so confusing. Like, like maybe they here trying to help us, but the government trying to keep them from helping us. You know, I seen a very interesting theory from a comedian. He basically said, you know what? I don't think they the aliens. I think we the fucking aliens. And I think they coming here to learn our technology. They not coming here on no goddamn wild shit. They coming here to learn some technology. And I ain't gonna lie, bro. If that's true, I'm uninterested. I want the aliens to be smarter than us. Time out. Time out. That comedian dumb as a motherfucker. Why you say that? Bro. If we can't get to Mars, how can a species from another planet come galaxy, here? Not a planet, another galaxy. galaxy come here and be and, and be less intelligent than us. That nigga dumb as hell. Don't listen to that nigga no more. <laughs> Straight up. You be talking about the niggas. I, at least I listen to smart niggas on YouTube. I That's a dumbass nigga right there. He's a comedian. I don't want him to be that smart. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Bill Burr. <laughs> that motherfucker is stupid. You know Bill saying? Burr funny as fuck though. All right. Do tell you know who Bill Burr is? No, tell him keep telling jokes though. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to hear nothing intelligent from Bill Burr. You also don't know who Trey Daddy is though. 
I do know what Trick Daddy is. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. This nigga blue. We watching the this nigga blue. We watching a white a fucking what what's his name? YNW Melly. Yeah, YNW Melly video. Oh, that's what I was? Yeah. Featuring Kodak. And Blue said I thought he was in jail. He is. They hey. just shot a video to a song that he made a while ago. Is he in the song? Is he in the video? No. Okay. He was at the beginning on, on the phone. That's who Kodak was talking to on the phone. Okay. All right. See, this nigga watched the video and don't even know what's going on on the video. Well, Blue seen the video and he said, what original song is that? What's this a remake to? I said, I, I said, clever. bro, I said, I don't want to tell you. And he said, bro, just tell me, bro. I said, bro, it's Trick Daddy. I'm a thug. This nigga Blue don't know who Trick Daddy is. Anyway, back to the aliens, though, bro. Honestly, bro, if 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 that was true, though, just hypothetically speaking, if that was true, I want the aliens to be smarter than us, bro. Slim. If they have a machine that, that defies can get to gravity, gravity, yeah, and we don't, then who's smarter? <laughs> so it's common say, sense. You know what I mean? It? Like it's common like, sense. Like, come on, bro. Like, like for real. And you know what they say about the the little green, the green niggas with the big eyes? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. They said that what's going on is them niggas, really, them really space suits they got on. That's why they look like they just eyes and that's it. And no mouth or no nose and no ear because that's a space suit. And they can unzip that shit. Yeah, they can unzip And the real them come out. Yeah. Here comes the man in black. Hey, it's some truth to that story. Okay. This so so that's no, that's what I'm learning. Everything in Hollywood, bro, this shit ain't made up. Come Some on, truth man. behind everything, ain't Come it? Come on, man. And they, and they put it in front of you. I ain't gonna lie, Blue. I'm getting woke. They and I've been woke. I've been trying to put you on game. <laughs> okay, so okay. They put it in front of you and they make fun of it to you. So you think it's a joke. Barack Obama. Barack Obama was on TV a couple of days ago. <sighs> that asked about the aliens. What did he say? He said that he was making jokes. He said, "Oh, you asking about the aliens? You could be one because you know they walk around on us, and you know they they be looking like regular people, but they be aliens." Ha ha ha! So the aliens walk around like regular people. You That's what you're saying. You just said, "Here comes the men in black." Was they not doing that in the men in black? <laughs> That's Did he not walk in the black. store and shoot the nigga head off with a gun this big, and the nigga head grew back? Yeah. Come on, man. It was a store clerk, right? Yeah. Come on, man. And the Barack Obama Pine shop though Barack, Yeah and Barack Obama On TV You could be an alien They walk around Like regular people <laughs> Come on man Obama could be an alien He could be And Obama said Oh yeah I can't tell Man you, you gotta watch the show Cause Obama basically Telling you that It's aliens here He this These were his words He didn't say it But he basically said It's aliens here And he said He was joking He was saying it Like in a a third person Jokingly Cause like I said They want y'all to think This shit a game So that you don't think This shit's serious But basically said Was they control everything He said Yeah they here They control everything I can't tell y'all What what, what, what You know What's going on Cause you know They'll they'll smoke a nigga You feel me That's basically what he said Go, you gotta go to it, bro. It was just on. It was just on YouTube the other day, bro. When they brought Obama on the show, bro, and Obama was talking about the alien. He said, "Yeah, man, yeah, they control everything, so I can't tell y'all nothing." You feel me? And he was like, "Yeah, they want they want fuck with you because you asked too many questions." That's what he said. That's what Obama said. Come on, man. It's a truth in jokes. The aliens bro. here, bro. It's a truth in jokes, man. You know the aliens here. <laughs> Obama talking about it on TV. They showing you. They showing you planes on the news on Fox News. Twenty years old of shit going like this. 
Define gravity and shit. Don't sit here and tell... Bro, what you mean the aliens ain't here? Nigga, the aliens been here. They going into the water. You feel me? We only been in 1% of the ocean. 1% of the ocean, Slim. You know what I mean, Slim? 99% has not been discovered. 99% of the ocean. But we haven't even seen most of the water. And you're going to sit here and say, the aliens might be here. Nigga, the aliens been here. Did you read the uh, the uh, UFO report by the Pentagon? No, what they said. Um, it basically was a pilot. Okay. And him and his crew explained how they seen a UFO. They didn't call it a UFO. They called it something else, like an NF something, 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 which I forgot what it meant. But it basically is a UFO. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, um unidentified object. But they basically said it's something that's unexplainable. It's something they never seen before. They don't even know how to explain it. That's what was scary. It shouldn't be. First of all, it shouldn't be nothing scary, but Slim, like, when you sit here and say this shit, it's crazy. People, like, one thing I don't, one thing I realize about the American people, if you don't throw it in their face, they're going to be like, shit might not be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you literally got to throw it in their face with facts from the media. The media, Blue can't tell them. They got to see it on the news. That's why we need to make you president, ain't it? That's why I got, because, first of all, I'm going to be real with y'all. If they make me president, I'm not going to tell y'all about the aliens. Why? Has a president ever told y'all about the aliens? I told you why they don't tell us about the aliens, though. Because they're going to get smoked. You think nah, I'm because, goddamn, it's going to be a big uproar. Bro, think about it, bro. Think about this, dog. The pandemic happens, right? I don't know what the oh, fuck Oh, you're right. On. Toilet tissue gone. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody buy toilet tissue. Niggas is standing in line for an hour to go buy nine millimeter bullets. Niggas stayed in line for an hour to go get nine millimeter bullets. You're right. Niggas yeah. are talking about this the walking dead. This the end of time. Right. Like niggas is ready to smoke each other because a pandemic is happening. They don't know what's going on. They saying that niggas is getting sick and they're gonna turn into aliens. Yeah, you're right. What's the last thing that happened? Somebody hacks into the pipeline, so now we're not gonna get gas for a week and a half. Niggas is at the gas pump filling up regular fucking laundry bins with gas. With gasoline, bro. Blue, guess what we got today? What? Gas. Yeah. Guess what we never ran out of? Gas. I don't know now. We ran out for a little bit. No, like a couple stores ran out. Blue, yeah. I've been pumping my gas. Look, you know, yeah. what, what the rappers be saying? Yeah. Got their hood, nigga, gas tank, that all E. Yeah. Nigga, Blue, I've been putting $15 in my tank every day. Yeah. <laughs> I have not missed no gas yeah. since we had the shortage, bro. Yeah. Like, dead ass serious. But nah, so... If you tell the American people about an alien sighting, it's going to start an uproar and niggas is going to start getting wild as fuck. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because niggas get wild for the smallest shit. Nigga, a pandemic made everybody go buy toilet paper. <laughs> You're right. Do they have that much ass to wipe? Was it that much ass to wipe? <laughs> what were you doing before the pandemic? <laughs> What were you wiping with before? Why did you have to go buy all the toilet paper? Like, Blue, if it's the end of the world. Yeah. Like, okay, this is fun. This is fun. Yeah. And we got more shit to talk about, but we we ain't got shit to do here. You ain't got to work in the morning, so we could. (laughs) (laughs) But nah, Blue, nah, Blue, like dead ass, dead ass. Yeah. It's the end of the world, bro. It's the end of the world, right? What's the first thing you're going to do? End of the world? Yeah. Get some pussy. It's the end of the world. You trying to survive? 
I'm trying to get some pussy. <laughs> Your ass is smoked. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass is smoked. Blue said he gonna die in some pussy, nigga. Hey, we all about to go fucking talking about everybody gone. Didn't Buddy do that in Leprechaun in the Hood? He was getting some pussy when he died. That nigga said he was a virgin. He said, I ain't dying a virgin. Fuck that. That bitch was trying to get some pussy before he died. All right. Well, Blue, guess what? Yeah. Everybody else out here said it's the end of the world coming soon. And this is shit called a pandemic. We don't know what's going to happen. So the first thing I'm about to do is go to the store and buy all the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people decided to go do. Some people were smart and was like, oh, this is the end of the world. Niggas acting crazy buying all the toilet paper. I'm going to get bullets. Yeah. Some niggas were smart. Yeah. Like, okay. So, and some more people was a little smart too. Like, quick came. I seen this nigga on Facebook Live. Nigga had me rolling. He was in Walmart <laughs> buying all the canned goods. That nigga had a cart and he was asking people. He was like, you, you got your canned goods, all right? You ain't got to get your canned goods. <laughs> that nigga was going in. Yeah. And I said, yeah, because I ain't going to lie. If it's the end of the world, you definitely need a gun with bullets, with a lot of bullets. You need canned goods, some food that's not going to spoil. You know what I'm saying? You need some shelter. Make sure you're safe and protected. That's what you need if it's the end of the world. The toilet paper thing, I ain't going to lie, Blue. If I lock myself in the house and I run out of toilet paper, I'll just start using old shirts. I got a big-ass box of clothes I can't fit in the attic. I'll just start using that and wiping my ass. Push come to shove, guess what I'll do? Hand wash the shit out the fucking shirts and wipe my ass with it again. That's push come to shove. What, bro? You gotta be you. You gotta be a different kind of privileged ass American to want toilet paper every time you wipe your ass and the world is ending. You gotta be a different kind of privileged nigga. Nah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna want to wipe my ass. You gonna want to, yeah. but that's the first thing you gonna be thinking about in the world, ain't it? I told you what I'm thinking about. Bro, blue. I will put a leaf up my ass <laughs> before I worry about some fucking toilet paper, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nigga. I need bullets, nigga. I would have been in that line for the bullets. Yeah. Like, nigga, I need to smoke some, bro. I need to hunt, Fact. nigga. Which one, bro? You ain't gonna need to wipe your ass if you're not eating. <laughs> if you're not eating, you don't need to wipe your ass, blue. But we got most shit to talk about, bro. From here on, we talk about sports, bro. Let's get right into it, bro. The people want to hear us talk about it. I ain't talked about it. I talked about it a little bit on the vlog I shot. Um, Kwame Brown. Oh yeah. What you think? Kwame Brown got into it. Um, uh, Matt Barnes, aka what did he call that nigga? Becky with the good hair. Matt Barnes, aka Becky with the good hair. Uh, Jack. I, my grandma told me don't trust no light skinned nigga with good hair. Come to the side. He said, you can't trust them, nigga. Oh, them factos. Drake. <laughs> can't trust Drake either. Drake is... I ain't gonna say it online, man. Can't say that. So we get canceled real quick. Um, I'll say this about Drake. <sighs> I seen Dr. Umar say some crazy... and we, and, Bro, we're gonna get into this Kwame Brown shit. But I seen Dr. Umar say some crazy shit about Drake and J. Cole. And he definitely was talking about them niggas. You wanna know what Dr. Umar said? And I, I wish I could find on my phone. I should have screen recorded when I seen it. Dr. Umar basically said that when you have a mixed kid, he doesn't think it's the white daddy that messes up the mixed child and has them confused. 
He said he thinks it's the white mother that messes up the mixed child and have them confused because they never tell them that they're an African. They leave it alone and they're scared and they're, they're in disbelief that they held and pushed out this African baby. So he said that's why it's rappers in the top of the game. And who else he talking about besides Kendrick? I mean, oh, excuse me, Kendrick is that definitely black. But uh, besides Cole and Drake, because who else besides Cole and Drake is at the top of the game and mixed? But he said that's why you have rappers like that. And he was like, and they still lack a little something. Cause I ain't gonna lie, bro. That nigga Drake, he lacks a little bit of confidence, bro. Especially when he first came out, he lacks a little bit of confidence. And Doctor Umar said that's why. And you know I'm not a big Dr. Umar fan, but when I heard that shit, I said, this nigga spin. So basically saying that niggas born with white mamas is less confident? <sighs> I'm telling you what Dr. Umar said. Dr. Umar said that niggas born with white mamas are missing a little something. He said they don't fit in with the black crowd and they didn't fit in with the white crowd. And he said it's basically because their mom never told them that they was African. So they don't know what, what, what to do. They don't know how to fit in. Now, me personally, I try not to look at the world as black and white as that, but you have no choice. It's the world we live in. I don't think that's true. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what Dr. Umar's saying, but I think that niggas born with a white mama and they got a black daddy, I think they want to be like they, you know what I'm saying, like they daddy because that's what they look up to. I'm trying to be black like my daddy. But they what if up. they don't grow up with their daddy? Basically, that's what he was talking about. He was talking about the one they, they don't grow up with their daddy. You grow up with your mama. You grew up yeah. with a white family. I know. I don't. I don't know if Cole did. I don't think he did though. But I know for sure Drake didn't grow up with his dad. He grew up with his white mama. I think that when you when you when you black and you grow up with a white family, that and you a man. Like if you're a woman, I think it's different. But if you're a man, I think that it kind of makes you want to prove that you black. Yeah, you feel me? that's what Kwame Brown said about Matt Barnes. Okay. He said the nigga probably grew up fighting and shit because he kept trying to prove to the niggas that he was hard. He was like, "You ain't even got to do all that." <laughs> Let's get yeah. into Kwame Brown. How you well, feel about well, Kwame well, Brown before we go there, going out? And, and before we go there, because because I got personal experience with what you're talking about. Because I don't know if you know, but I got three half white brothers. Yeah, and my daddy died when he was young, so they grew up around white people. And they grew up. They grew up in a white family. You know what I'm saying. And so, with that being said, I know how they felt growing up with a white family. Like when you a man, black man, you grow in a white family. I mean, you family, but you still a nigga. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, I think that might kind of drive you to embrace. You know what I'm saying. Because like you realize that your goddamn your white uncle or your white granddaddy, they they look at you just like a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like the rest of the world. You know what I'm saying? My little brother, my little brother, uh, the first time he got arrested, he was 15 years old. Or the first time he got in trouble, I don't know if he got arrested, been so long. But the first time he got in trouble was 15 year, 15 years old because he beat up this white man for calling him the N-word, you know what I'm saying, at the grocery store. Now keep in mind, my brother's being raised by white people. So he's being raised by white people, and then he goes into the world and gets discriminated against by white people. You feel me? And so I think that, you know what I'm saying, people who grow up with, they, they, their experience is just so much different than mine's and yours that you really 
Africa snows. You feel me? Just, just like him. Oh, he, he, a, he a perfect example. You know what I'm saying? He told me he didn't know he was black till he was in fifth grade. But the people they listening, bro, him all the way up. It's this, it's this boy. It's this boy in Austin, Texas. He 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 light skinned with dreads. He grew up getting beat up by every nigga that I know. They used to bully this nigga and beat this nigga up every day. This nigga told me I got an interview on my hard drive right now. This nigga talking about it. That nigga said that his white family, bro, I'll put that shit out on this video. He said that his white family didn't tell him he was black till he was in like fifth grade. So he just grew up thinking that he was white. And now this nigga got long ass dreads. Yeah. So I be thinking like, nigga, you ain't noticed your hair was nappy as fuck and your lips was big as hell? There's plenty of niggas out here who got them kids think they daddy theirs and ain't theirs. Blue, we almost an hour in. We still ain't talked about one topic. Oh, yeah. Go, get to the sports, man. Get to the sports. Yeah, man. Kwame Brown, bro. Let's get straight to it, bro. What think you think, bro? I need your I, opinion I first, think, I think Kwame Brown was this close to getting his Illuminati bag. <laughs> that nigga said that, I guarantee you, with the shit they got Charlemagne out of, every time he go to one of them parties, you know what parties he talking about? That's how you know this shit real. Cause Blue, can we... Can we not jump to the woke shit? We just got off some woke shit. Oh, no. We finna start off on the woke shit. <laughs> we finna start off on the woke shit. But he said, every time you go to one of them parties, they put an apple in your mouth. Like, you know, joking. Like, but they, I bet you they climb you at them parties because they got you out of all that bullshit. Now, what part? It's crazy because he said, he said them parties, man. Them, them private parties, bro. And it's crazy because he basically exposing the industry. But being low-key at the same time because I'm pretty sure... He don't want to say too much. You feel me? So can we talk about it? Do you think Kwame Brown was a bust when he was in the NBA? Do you think he was a bum? No. Why not? He played 12 seasons in the NBA. He had a great career. Anybody who played 12 seasons um, in the NBA is very successful. So he's not a bust. Mm-hmm. So how you feel about um, Matt Barnes and Jack clowning him? Shit, I mean, they was better than him. I didn't even hear what they said, but I know they was better than him. <laughs> That's all you got to say? They was just better than that nigga? Yeah, what they said? Um, They basically called him a bust? I mean, they if they want to call him a bust because he was a number one who never made the all-star team, nigga, it's, you know how many busts? Most, most, most number one draft picks never make the all-star team. Most, a lot of, bro... And you know what I was thinking about today because I was watching a um a video of somebody talking about um I think I think it was uh Shannon Brown. Yeah, it was Shannon Brown talking about Kwame Brown and he basically was saying he felt like he would have had a better career if he didn't play with Jordan and Kobe. And I got to thinking about like draft picks cuz he was talking about Jordan getting drafted third. I got to thinking about draft picks and I was like, "Bro, the draft is literally a coin toss, bro." Like, if you think that you about to go watch a couple games of a nigga play in college and you just going to pick that all-star talent off rip, you got, like, fucked up. Don't get me wrong. It's some one-in-the-generational talents out there like Allen Iverson and LeBron James. Of course, them niggas is going one and they're and they going to be megastars. Of course. Well, you can't really say about Allen because Allen was so small, bro. You, ain't nobody see that coming like that. Blue, that nigga was pound for pound the greatest player ever. <laughs> you knew Allen Iverson was going to be Allen Iverson. Yeah. It's just, bro, I named niggas that I knew was going to be the, the, the niggas who they was. Allen Iverson, um, LeBron James. 
I'm gonna keep it a buck though. It's some people that you would have thought was gonna be them niggas that that didn't become them niggas like Grant Hill. I ain't gonna lie, bro. You couldn't have told me Grant Hill was gonna be that nigga. I knew Grant Hill was gonna be that nigga. Jay Williams. I knew Jay Williams was gonna be that nigga. You couldn't tell me shit. Neither one of them niggas did shit in their careers. Jay Williams got into a motorcycle accident though, didn't he? Jay, just the white boy, right? Nah, that's the nigga that played for Duke. Jay. He, he a sports announcer now. He played for Duke. This nigga Blue don't know nothing about nothing. God damn, Blue. Don't you start that shit, son. <laughs> bro, this is Jay Williams, bro. He played for goddamn Duke, bro. Okay, well, he played for Duke. He was like the number one pick. I thought you talking about Mike Bibby. That's what I was thinking about. Mike, Mike Bibby? Yeah. yeah, you still got that shit. Oh, no, nah, you was talking about Jay Williams, the nigga that played for the Kings. Oh, yeah, yeah, White yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's I was what thinking you was thinking about. Nah, nah, that's not who I was talking about. Okay. But nah, bro, like, it's... The draft is funny because there's always some bum-ass niggas that get picked up behind Hall of Famers. Yeah, like what, what's his I name? I mean, they get picked up before Hall of Fame. No, what's his name? The uh, big man who the Warriors drafted? Oh, they're going to have that shit for drafting him. You think so? Yeah. We don't know yet. He just got hurt this season and he was doing pretty well this season. Big man so stay getting yet. hurt. Yeah, but it's a different game today, but we'll see. But see, I was more so thinking of. Joy and B has not played a full season yet. I would have picked them beat up. Joel and B has not played a full see, Blue, season. Now you're tripping. No, Embiid. Embiid is a great player. Embiid does get hurt. What is the best man? What, what Steven said. The best ability is availability. The niggas correct, stay correct. hurt. Listen though. Listen though. Listen though. I ain't gonna lie. The scout report did say he gets hurt a lot, so you could have passed on him. But sometimes you just want to take that chance. But what I was gonna say is over Lamelo Ball. Oh yeah, I'm definitely taking him over Lamelo Ball. Cause I ain't gonna oh, lie. Oh, you talking about Joel? Yeah. Okay. Hell no. Yeah. No. Lamelo Ball is a good player. He's he's exceeded what I thought he was gonna do. Me too. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going for some for sure talent. You going for some for sure talent? First of all, he ain't. First we Lamelo going, Ball can't even hold Embiid's jock, jock you got, strap. So you going for Lamelo Ball can't even hold Embiid's jock strap. Yes, he can. Nigga. Is is LaMelo Ball up for MVP this year? Joel Embiid cannot finish the season. It's crazy. How, it's crazy. Embiid, Embiid is up for MVP, Blue. What are the Sixers doing, though? They Embiid, got Doc Rivers. They got a good coach. They Embiid got, is up for MVP, bro. They got Doc. First of all, the MVP shit biased. Oh, you lost that You lost that debate. The MVP shit is biased <laughs> as fuck. But now, nah, listen, though. I wanted to talk about players that got drafted before... Hall of Famers. Okay. Um, what Was that 2004 that LeBron came in? Uh, Kirk Howard got drafted before D-Wade, didn't he? Probably so. Who got drafted before <laughs> Melo? Melo got drafted number three. Detroit picked up uh, a big man before Melo. Yeah. Hey, bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. These, bro, they be doing... You got that. I'm, I'm going to be real with you, bro. If I'm a recruiter... Bro, for me to pick up a big man, he got to be damn good, bro. Big man don't be doing shit in the league. They but, always get hurt. But, you know, that was different times, though. But what you saying that, that's why it was weird for them to pick up Kwame Brown, a 17-year-old big man. Yeah. 
It was weird for it. But nah, but um, I think Kwame Brown definitely got them as a gangster though, bro. He ain't a gangster. He country as fuck. He about he he, he, he not, country he, gangster. He ain't no he ain't no gangster. He hey he not no ho though. You feel me? <laughs> they, they not gonna be bullying that nigga like they yeah. thought they was, ain't he it? Me, yeah. But he country as fuck though. He ain't no gangster, but he ain't been to try that nigga, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. Ain't, ain't that nigga big as a motherfucker. He ain't going for it. Yeah, he ain't going for it. You know he from Hinesville. I ain't know that. That nigga from Hinesville. I ain't know that. Yes, bro. I knew he was country folk. When I see him in that pickup truck with the straw hat, I said, oh, that nigga from the South. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga, he from Hinesville. I ain't know that. I ain't down the road, huh? Yeah, I bro. I ain't know that. Bro, I ain't you, know that. You know, Damo from Hinesville. Damo <laughs> say he seen that nigga hoop every day. <laughs> For real? Yeah. yeah. Damo say he used to be in the gym every day, dunking on niggas, cussing niggas out, and beating niggas up. About the same age. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how nigga that's how I knew about Kwame Brown because Damo when Damo moved here that nigga Kwame Brown had just got drafted and Damo and his twin brother was like nigga we know that nigga and we yeah. was like y'all don't fucking know that nigga and I looked that shit up and them niggas went to school with that nigga yeah I was like god damn well they ain't go to school with him but there's only two schools out there he yeah. he went to the rival school today's school somebody pointed out an interesting fact they said that the year Kwame uh, Brown got drafted five high schoolers got drafted in the first round yeah. That was the uh that was the draft that which McCall's was supposed to come in also. Who? The nigga that they had projected to be better than LeBron. Oh, word. Lenny Cook. Oh. And they drafted, they drafted an ass of high schoolers. Cause that was the first year that you could draft high schoolers. So Kwame Brown just happened to be that's the first not, high schooler. That's not that's not the first year. Kevin, it wasn't the first year? Kevin Grant came out of high school. Kevin Garnett. A lot of niggas came out of high school. I thought I thought that was the year. No, a lot of niggas came out of high school. O'Brien came out of school. Yeah, but I thought they had changed the rules and they changed it back, right? It might, it might be. He might oh, be no, nah, he was the youngest player to come out of high school, though, right? Because be he it. was 17. Yeah, it might be it. Yeah. But um, that's another risk also, though, taking Kwame Brown number one. And Shannon Sharp was was uh, spitting, though. I seen him talking about how Jordan just has a horrible eye for talent and how he just can't pick up he a does. good player. He does have a whole lot of talent. I'm gonna tell you one thing I like that Jordan does. One thing I realized is he don't believe in giving nobody shit. He make it, he make it. He like from hearing him hearing him doing the interviews and shit. That's why Lamelo Ball didn't start beginning of the year. He had to earn that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I one thing I respect about Jordan, he don't believe in giving nobody shit. You gotta earn that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I feel. But like. he's also missing out on great players. Because the mean, Hornets he, are drafting bums. Dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he he's the best talent picker up. But what I'm saying is he's not handing out yeah. jobs to people. Like some people, man, like I don't know if you realize, bro, when Peyton Manning was in the NFL, bro, and this one thing I hate about sports, I don't know if you realize, but he was a starter day one. And not only was he the starter day one, but he didn't let his backups get any reps. You feel me? He didn't earn that. They gave it to him. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They basically said, you're going to be our starter. And you're gonna get every last rep in practice. Payman didn't. You gonna look it up. Payman didn't let nobody get backups. Never got reps. You feel me? He didn't earn that shit. You feel me? And I, that's why I hate about sports because so it, it can be so political. You feel me? Somebody can literally not give you opportunity, not because you're not talented enough, because for some reason they really like this guy, and they in their mind he's their guy, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Like I'm gonna tell you one time. You know what somebody told me when I was in college and I was going through that bullshit. Please don't tell. Don't start talking about you, your college I'm career. Tell, I'm gonna tell you when. that you didn't play one game. Man, keep I'm going. A, I'm gonna tell you. You know what he said? What he said? He said you're not finna start. I said why you said it? He said they're not finna. They finna. He said they're not finna give the opportunity. 
This came out on my own team. I said, they're not going to give you the chance. You feel me, bro? That's how it is. When you, with the higher level you go, man, they're not going to – they they just won't give you the opportunity. You feel me? What if you didn't show that you was better? But no, it's not about who's better. <laughs> because, like, this thing about it is, it's not like high school. High school, the, the, the talent level is so lopsided. You feel me? That if you talented, it's hard to not play you. You know what I'm saying? You got to realize, bro, I weighed like 215 in high school. You know what I'm saying? Running back. Bro, it was linemen that weighed 170 pounds in high school. It's linemen that weighed less than 200 pounds in high school. You feel me? And you got a running back over here. You got somebody who can run who 200 pounds. In that situation, bro, he going to play. You feel me? If you if 200 pounds and you can run, bro, you're going to play somewhere in high school. You feel me? So it's, it's really hard to hide high school talent. But even in high school, people still go through it in high school. You know, it all depends on the situation because you might be at a high school where they just got a lot of good people playing the same position you play, and they like them for whatever reason. But it's like I said, it's harder because it just – but when you get to college and, and professional sports, bro, everybody there can play. They, yeah. Everybody there might not be as good as you, but everybody can play. So if you get somebody who can play every last opportunity, then it's, it's his job to fuck up really bad for him to lose that job. He he got to do really bad. And it's, uh, most likely he's not going to do really bad because he's there for a reason because he can play. You feel me? So that, that's that's where the challenge come in at. Mm. That's interesting. I never thought about it from that standpoint, though. I'll give you that one. I thought you was about to start spitting about your college career that I'm tired of hearing about. I was. I'm glad you didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> you love talking about that shit, and that shit is annoying, Blue. I'd be like, God damn, Blue, shit. Yeah. You be having so much hurt behind that shit. I mean, if you uh, give all your heart and soul and something, and somebody just doesn't give you, just doesn't give you the opportunity, then you probably feel the same way. Um, yes and no. I'm not gonna stay on this subject too long, but every time we start talking about this, I tell you all the time, I just don't like how you don't take no accountability for your career. Bro, it's take, always it's always these people didn't give me an opportunity. I it's never no accountability. I, I never hear you take accountability. So I didn't take accountability for all that head ass shit I did. If you're not gonna talk about it, don't bring it up. I took accountability though. Let's talk about it then. I took accountability. Let's bro. talk about it. What did you do in college? You know what I did, man. Nah, let's talk about it. <laughs> bro, you know what I did. You know this shit was a head ass. I took <laughs> So what did you do? Let's talk no, about it. No, we're not going to talk about it. Oh, all right. Next subject. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, the people saying LeBron isn't clutch. Hold on, hold on. Before we even talk about that. LeBron ain't clutch. The NBA playing. NBA playing. How you feel about the NBA playing? Me personally, I think that shit is stupid. How you feel about it? I like it. Why? I like competition. What's the competition behind it? They got to play to get in. If you're a seven seed, why should you have to play to keep your seed? So, what's the rules of the NBA playing? How does that work? So, basically, they have a tournament. I think it's the seventh, eighth, and ninth. So, basically, if you're the eighth and ninth, you play to play, I don't know, bro. They compete for the eighth spot, the eighth or ninth. And, 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 and the tenth, I think. 
I think it's the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. And they're competing for the last two spots in the playoffs. The playoff. last two spots in the playoffs. Yeah, I like that shit. Seven through ten is playing for the last two spots in the playoffs. I like that shit. And LeBron That said, shit was kind of confusing. LeBron too. said he liked it too until he had to play in it. Bitch ass nigga. I ain't gonna lie, he did do that. Yeah. He did do that. Bitch ass. Last nigga. year he was like, yeah, I like it. This year he was like, this shit's stupid. Somebody need to get fired. Yeah. That shit is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit funny how he liked it last year when he was like, what the Lakers was like, what the, the second team in the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he want the AC to play hard so they can get tired and yeah. yeah, yeah. But this year he like, man, this shit's stupid. Yeah, but you see, he won that fucking seven spot though. Yeah, I mean LeBron really pretty much is a bitch ass nigga. Nah, hell, I nah. watch him play. LeBron is the greatest player of all time. He's the greatest. actor. We're not even gonna do that. The shit greatest right actor that plays basketball. Nah, it's more like it. Um, I mean, we when you sit here and you watch him play the Golden State Warriors, who are the worst team in the NBA without Stephen Curry. So basically, Stephen Curry is playing by himself, and they're quadruple teaming him. And you got I hear a lot of excuses, Blue. And you got Anthony Davis. Do you think they would have won if Clay Thompson was out there? Just one, yes. Just, no, but they Blue. Won. They won by three points. But Blue, hold up, hold up, hold up. We missing something very valuable. I told you the Warriors weren't going to make the playoffs. And you laughed me out the gym. Are the Warriors in the playoffs, Blue? How many times did I tell you the Warriors weren't going to make the playoffs? You kept saying every day, yes, they are. Bro, are you stupid? The Warriors are definitely going to make the playoffs. Are the Warriors in the playoffs, Blue? That nigga Steph is booking his vacation just like me. (laughs) And it ain't to the finals. (laughs) Meanwhile, LeBron, seven. He did just get beat tonight, though. Chris Paul putting paws on him. They lost 90-99. Speaking of number one draft pick, do you know there's a number one draft pick on the Suns? Who? Like recently? Who? Exactly. You got to ask who. Most draft picks, you you just, most, most, one thing I read about basketball is one of those sports. What year? It was recently, probably the last three or four years. Recently. It wasn't that long ago. They had number one draft pick. Like, like within five years or less, there has been a number one draft pick to their team, and you don't even know his name. You know that how happens, bro. You know how I know him? Oh. I was watching some shit on YouTube uh, of a sneaker shop, and they was like, yeah, this is number one draft pick right here. He went and bought some sneakers, some sneakers from this guy. And they was like, play with Phoenix Suns. And I was like, I've never heard this more. Are you changing the subject because Curry didn't make the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about it, man. Just say I was right. You weren't right. I mean, he didn't make the playoffs. I LeBron say he wasn't got the Anthony Davis on his team, and LeBron also. And the two six pl- six mans of the year on his team. Second second most clutch uh, shots made in the playoffs behind Kobe Bryant. How long he been playing in the league? Fifty years. <laughs> no, he hasn't. <laughs> How long he been league? <laughs> Bro, like seventeen years. God damn! How long was Kobe in the league? Twenty. For. Yes, nigga. Kobe was in the league for twenty years. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was in the league for twenty years, and he got he he fucked up his Achilles, and he retired, and he dropped sixty on them niggas. I didn't know that. 
Man, long story short, man. Your niggas, points be fucked. You be losing every debate. Shit, I win every debate. No, you I, don't. You have a couple good points. You think you win. <laughs> Motherfuckers be coming to me and saying, Blue, I heard you saying, Slimmy, give me this shit, but you always right. I'm always motherfucking right. What about this Steph Curry making a playoff shit? LeBron got AD, Hall of Famer. He got two six-man players. I ain't ask you who on LeBron's team. If I asked you, ask you about, bro, how about did Curry this? make the playoffs? How about this? I'm going to kill this shit right here and there. If you put LeBron, if you trade LeBron for Steph Curry, you know the, you know the Lakers going to the finals. And you know they're going to win. If you put They're going to the finals anyway. Or if you put LeBron on that Golden State team with Draymond Green and Andrew Bitchens. They would have made the playoffs. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, they would have. Oh, they probably would have made it. But they, they wouldn't be better than... They, but, but LeBron went to the finals with a bum-ass team and beat the fucking Pistons. One of his first years in the league. Who the fuck played for the Pistons? Nigga, them niggas had just won a championship. Who the... F- bro, the league... Chauncey Billup. Who Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton. T- Tayshawn Prince. T- who? who? Rasheed Prince Wallace. Ben Wallace. Rashe- with, the, with the ball spot? Yes. Fuck No. You, you just asked me who. I just named you the start five. Had a, a you asked me who. I named you the start five. They had a power forward, a wing worm in the back of his head. And you sit here talking about the Pistons? That nigga fuck you up. Shit. <laughs> that nigga big as hell. <laughs> oh, I forgot you 300. <laughs> hey, man. Point is, bro. Like, you talking about a Pistons team, bro. That Pistons team, bro, the league won shit like it is today. You feel me? LeBron wouldn't take that same Cleveland team in the league. They wouldn't go to the, they wouldn't do that shit today. Then this nigga beaten. That the league was depleted when he took them niggas to the finals. Bro, did LeBron or did LeBron not make the a league clutch ass was shot? depleted? Talking about when he said he seen three rims? Yeah. And that was a disgusting it dirty foul. It, wasn't even, it, wasn't even, it was a disgusting dirty foul. It wasn't even clutch. Hands to the face. The game, bro, he had nothing to lose when he shot that ball. If you if you miss, y'all go to overtime. It and don't matter. He still won. He won the game for his team. Like I said, bro. One man Ain't put no the pressure. team on his back Ain't no and pressure. took his team to the playoffs. Huh? Another man took his he ass. Took his team to the playoffs. Hold he up. Play half hold the up. season. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm not done. I'm not done. One man took his team to the playoffs to fight to win a championship. Another man lost and would have played. Went to go play a sophomore. That blew his ass out of the water. That nigga John Morant was cooking his ass. Chef Morant. See, you ain't seen it. How you talking? That nigga had like 35. Damn, how many curry had? I don't know. He got his ass whooped. Damn, John Morant did his ass like that? Yeah, John Morant was on his ass. Damn. Bad, too. That's a Georgia boy, though. You know how we do. That nigga stay curry. His family from Appling, too. Damn, see what I'm saying? That's a yeah. Georgia boy. You know how we do. Yeah, bro. Especially John Morant got on Curry ass. Curry ain't make the playoffs. How you feel? I feel like LeBron a bitch ass nigga. Oh, we still talking about LeBron? We talking about Curry not making the playoffs because John Morant got on his ass. Damn. They took it to overtime, though. It was a good game. They took it to overtime. But John Morant got on that ass. I mean, bro, 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 this is proof that Draymond need to get traded. Steve Kerr need to get fired. Like, it, Andrew Wiggins Blue. need to get traded. Hold up, Blue. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got $1 right here. You get one guess to guess how many points Draymond had. Oh, I know how many he had. 
How many? I know he didn't have more than five. You got to guess how many points he had. You get one guess for one dollar. Two. It's your dollar. Nigga <laughs> 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 had two points. <laughs> hey, Blue, that nigga had two points, bro. You feel me, bro? That nigga had two points, hey, nigga. And they be hyping this nigga up like he got. Bro, you know somebody told me Draymond Green the GOAT? He said that's what made their team. Somebody, people you say that's what made the team click. I said, if they make the team click, how the fuck did they get the number one draft pick last year? And Trayvon Green, because he was there. How the fuck did he make that team click? He and made they, them niggas click, all right. And they won 15 games out of 82. You couldn't even win 20 games, but you made the team click. You the missing piece. Come on, man. They need to trade that motherfucker. That, that motherfucker. shit ain't funny as hell, though. No, they need to get rid of him. They need to get rid of him and Steve Kerr, because Steve Kerr basically showed him that when Steph Curry didn't play, it showed one thing. So that Draymond Green couldn't play because he's all, he probably an all-star. You only won 15 games. Nigga, I could have played on the Warriors that year. We would have won at least 16 games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey. So that showed that Draymond couldn't play. Damn, a nigga, a nigga that can't beat Big Boss, think he can win 16 games? Keep uh-huh. going. My bad, my bad. Right, like I was saying. <laughs> and then, uh... Shout out to Big Boss, man. That was a good ass win, boy. Yeah. All right, we ain't we, we, we gonna start that shit. <laughs> like all, I said, all right, though, my bad, my bad. Steve Kerr proved <laughs> that he was not a great coach because you can't call yourself a great coach when you don't have any star players and you're the worst team in the league. Like you're the worst team in the league, bro. I'm sorry, but if the Celtics lose half of their starters. They would not be the worst team in the league. You feel me? Just being real, they won't. But Steve Kerr, the Golden State Warriors, went from a championship contender team to the very worst team in the league, which so would tell me that you're not a very good coach. You feel me? Because I agree. Because you got a. I've always agreed. That's Mark Jackson team. You know what I'm saying? So because you got a apparently you got a star in Draymond Green, and this team was just in the championship last year. Like there shouldn't be such a, a big gap You feel me You shouldn't go from championship contender To the worst team Because of two players You feel me Facts I agree So you obviously not team Draymond I'm not team Draymond And I'm not fucking with Coach Kerr I think Coach Kerr a bitch ass nigga Who won all his championships with Who who he played with He played with Jordan didn't he He played with yeah, Jordan So he just riding Jordan dick He hit a game winner though On Jordan team and Kyrie hit a game one on, on LeBron team. Yeah, Ky- Kyrie's still a bitch ass nigga. Woo. Team LeBron. I ain't gonna lie, bro. You're not gonna sit here and talk shit about LeBron wearing his jersey. <laughs> 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 that, that's what we not gonna do, bro. Blue. And you and you know, Blue, you know how I be making them stories on Instagram? Yeah. You know that was one of them right there. <laughs> you know that was one of them, right? <laughs> Blue, you sitting here talking about LeBron a bitch ass nigga wearing his jersey. <laughs> what kind of backwards ass fan are you, nigga, wearing a nigga jersey talking shit about him? How that work, Blue? I got that shit on. <laughs> Bad as hell. <laughs> Bad as hell. Now, now, let me make sure I ain't got this nigga jersey on. I'm about to talk about right now. Okay, I ain't got his jersey on. This nigga J Cole. 
just sold 289,000 records first week. That's the most by any artist this year. Any artist, rap, pop, mainstream, any of that. Second place is some pop star. I forgot her name. J. Cole is the number one selling artist this year. So far, so far in May, about to be June. Who do, who, who, who number two? Why you want me to look it up, bro? Because that shit J. Cole dropped was bad as fuck, so I'm pretty sure. Did you listen to it yet? No. I told you. I read the bars, man. I read the bars. And I heard the little preview that you played, bro. You played one of the hottest songs on the fucking album. And the shit was awful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, you was bobbing your head, nigga. I got that shit on camera, bro. All right, was that? It was regular. Was All regular. right. The person with the most, with the with, with the second most now is Morgan Wallen. All right, time out, time out, time out. You ain't gonna go no more. So basically, we just had a bad ass year. Cause I never even heard of that guy. And so. then Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. So it's just been a horrible year for music. Can we just say that? No. Can we just say it's been a horrible year? Baylor? You said Baylor. The only Baylor I know is the ones that play football in Texas. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nobody named Baylor. Who the fuck is Baylor? Blue. I'm gonna keep this a buck with you and then I'm gonna get straight into my point after I say this. All right. You don't know nobody anyway. It don't matter. Too <laughs> mad. You didn't know Trick Daddy song. I did know Trick Daddy song. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, whatever. You didn't know Trick Daddy whatever. song. Nigga, I don't care if I just hear doom, doom, doom. Nigga, I would be like, oh, that's because baby I'm a thug. Trick Daddy. You said, what's that song? <laughs> Man, anyway, what were you gonna say? I was about to say, J. Cole is now playing for this team in Africa, Nigeria to be exact. And he can't make a fucking layup. That nigga scored like two points. We watched this, this nigga. nigga's that averaging, nigga was ass. This nigga's averaging one point a game with with dreads. Is, is he averaging one point for real? He don't. He don't hit a putback layup. <laughs> we one. we can literally name all his buckets. Yeah. He hit that fucking shot when he was stumbling. And that shit was weak. That weak ass floater. So that's two shots he done made in <laughs> he, three games. I think. I think he did the putback. He hit that shit. I think he hit like some free throws. He, he hit one, one free throw. One free throw. So yeah, he five points in three games. So he averaged one 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 point like three points a game. Man, hold up, man. This, that nigga ass. Hold up, bro. I gotta find this nigga official stats, bro. I will go with that nigga just so I can go home and tell my kids I went ham on J. Cole today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I'm scared to click this shit, bro. I'm scared to see how many points this nigga averaging, bro. I just told you, 1.3. All right, his last game, he finished with three points, three rebounds, two assists, and 17 oh, minutes. shit. He on the come up. Oh, look. They not showing how many points he averaging, though, bro. They not going to show you that. <laughs> Why? I just told you what it is. So, it's safe to say that nigga averaging one point? 1.3. 1.3? You know what's crazy? I'm gonna tell you this. A lot of number one draft picks average about one or two points a game. And that's why I said Like who? I don't want to say his name, but I personally know a number one draft pick that averaged two points a game. Who? I'm not I just told you I'm not gonna say his name. I'm not gonna do him like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that nigga, I don't believe you though. 
I know you don't. That shit's unbelievable. But I ain't gonna lie, bro. The nigga. You don't know this nigga personally. Bro, nigga group. Nah, I ain't. I, I, see, I can't. I put on the info out there. You don't know I already said it. Nah, because he might know what I'm talking about him, but. If I put this out there, he gonna know what that nigga blew on the podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But long story short, he probably already know now because I don't know too many niggas who went number one in basketball. But the nigga went number one, and the nigga averaged two points a game. And that's no same, no side. He's still in the league. Of course not. He averaged two points a game. <laughs> but like, said, of course not. <laughs> like, he averaged two points. <laughs> of course not. But this, the point is, man, no shame to him because he made a lot of a lot further than than what people probably anticipated him making, and he and he went, you know, saying a lot further than most basketball athletes. But the point is, a lot of people go and basketball are different than football. Football, you go, you get drafted in the first round or the second round in football, they're expecting you to play. Basketball, they're hoping you can play. You feel me? Yeah. So it, it's really a lot of a lot of dudes go number one, number two. A lot of dudes go top five in basketball, and they and, and they just win a lot of the league. Do you think these niggas need their ass whoop in that front office for picking up J Cole just to sell some tickets? Nope. They selling tickets, so that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> hey, J Cole ass, but guess what? We watching <laughs> that shit. Hey, they did. Hey, don't get me wrong. Jacob was taking food out of somebody's mouth. You feel me? Fat though. But he feeding the village. You feel me? <laughs> he feeding the village. Because <laughs> we would never be watching that bullshit ass league. You feel me? If it wasn't for J. Cole out me? there staking that bitch up. <laughs> Bruh, do you think his niggas flying out there to see him go stake that court up? Oh, no. Ain't that serious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think his niggas flying out there to go see that bullshit. Bro, come on, bro. Niggas not flying to Africa to watch basketball in the tent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not a tent. They playing in the gym, nigga. All right, Nick, my, niggas not flying to Africa to watch J. Cole hoop at the YMCA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and be ass. Be ass. You know what I'm saying? Get his ass cooked. Yeah, what we watching niggas cook him the whole time? Why, why do they have a highlight tape with J. Cole and niggas cooking him on a highlight tape? Why was that a highlight tape? Fact, though. That was his highlight tape and he was getting cooked. And the nigga had one jump shot. And that bitch was ugly as hell. Did it go in? Yeah, it went in. It went straight in. Yeah, that nigga ass, bro. You ain't fucking with it? No, I'm fucking with it. You ain't fucking with his, his basketball skills nor his album. Oh, yeah. Dumb bitches on the same level. No, nah, I ain't gonna lie. His album probably Because his album average. Basketball skills is terrible when it come on a professional level. His album average though, yeah. Niggas are saying that shit a classic. Why haven't I been hearing any of them bullshit ass lyrics on my on my fucking? You know what's crazy? Mm. Niggas are calling shit a classic, and they don't ever play it. You know what I'm saying? Niggas are like this shit a classic. I haven't heard you play it all week. You know what I'm saying? This shit a classic. I have not heard. I have not read a J Cole bar since since we did that first podcast. Let's look at my recent history. There you go. Let me see. Let me see how recent it is, first of all. I only scrolled up twice. You see, you scrolled up twice. Mm-hmm. So when you last time you listened to this shit? Be real. On the way back from Atlanta, when I got off the plane. And, and I listened to it on the plane also. Yeah, you got that shit. Why you listening to that shit? Because that shit, as far as the best album that came out this year. All right, man. 
Anyway, bro. Well, like I said, I haven't read any of them bad ass lyrics on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, none of that shit. Blue, you heard. live in a different world than the rest of us. You don't see shit. You don't know shit. You ain't got nothing going on. I don't know why I got you on the podcast. Because <laughs> you, you don't talk about nothing I be talking about on here. <laughs> bro, I be letting you know what the fuck going on. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I do. You did do a good bit about the aliens. Though. I'm gonna give you that shit. You did a good bit. About I've been the trying to put you on I like alien that shit. shit. I, I like that bitch. You did I about told the aliens. You, I, I, record- I like how you started the pot out too, talking about uh, working and shit. That was a good one too. Yeah. But now that we're talking about some shit that requires you to know a little bit about entertainment and media and sports and shit like that, Saint Your Lane. I haven't seen anybody. When I say anybody. You just showed me your bad ass playlist. That shit bad. <laughs> that wasn't a playlist. That was my recent play songs. Oh my gosh. Stop that shit. Don't <laughs> that, stop that shit. What was on there? You tell me another song that was on there. Tell me another song that was on there. I don't want to repeat none of that shit. <laughs> tell <laughs> me another song that was on there. <laughs> I don't repeat none of that shit. Nah, tell me. That's what you don't know, nigga. <laughs> nigga wasn't paying that shit. No attention. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Anyway. <laughs> no. anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's see your shit, Blue. <laughs> I ain't got Let's no playlist. <laughs> I don't, you don't listen to shit. You don't do shit. Bro, but the people listening, Blue just be at pause, bro. <laughs> Blue just be going to random ass gas station, sitting there. <laughs> sitting there asking niggas for change for 20s, bro. That's all Blue do. <laughs> <laughs> you funny, bro. Hey, that shit been no, hey, that shit made the news. That shit made the news. Well, you bro. asking niggas for 20s? Oh, no, that gas station. Made the news, <laughs> you know that shit, right? Yeah, it's on Fox. <laughs> what happened? They posted that bad, bad fight. Yeah, man, Charlotte got her head beat in, man. Hell yeah, Shout I ain't lying, bro. <laughs> I can't just sit there and watch no bitch get her head whooped like that. <laughs> for no, you feel me? She beat her ass. Hey, she went to work like she was clocking in a nine to five. <laughs> Grabbed her by the head hey. and just started wailing. Hey, she be ass in front of everybody, her, her, the baby. She ain't getting no fucks about nothing that shit. Hey, man, if we ever start a, a boxing league, I'm going to get her as my fighter. Shit, she going to wash her ass. Not to fight me. Okay, I got you. I'm going to get her to fight you. Oh, no. I don't hear what but I will. If she do me like she did that bitch at Little C. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you I ain't never hear the word. I ain't never hear the word, but hey, you ever do that shit to me? God damn it. <laughs> Busting your face hey, open and shit. Yeah, but put me on world star, bitch. <laughs> Got a little Boosie hey, post to talk about. Look at this shit right here. <laughs> you know, Boosie love Augusta. You couldn't wait to post that shit. Oh, man. Well, yeah, man. This was a good episode, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim. I don't even think we had the intro, man. And we out. LeBron the GOAT, Lakers and, Lakers and Six. We out.